Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. Let me start this with you this morning. This is out of first, Second Thessalonians chapter two, three through twelve, but we're going to focus on chapter on verses six and seven. And now, you know what is restraining. Boom. Which one actually came back on? That one just become a whole lot brighter. Oh, it's all right. You can leave that on. Leave it up. There, right there. And know, and now know, and now you know what is restraining. Now I want you to see this verbiage. What is restraining? What is restraining? Remember that four-letter word. That he may be revealed in his own time. The son of perdition, the man of sin. What is restraining? Now I've been telling you for weeks that we are winning. The reason why we are winning is because we are an occupational force. We are to occupy until he comes. Not cooperate until he comes. Not comply until he comes. We are to occupy. When it is an occupying force, the previous force is gone if there ever was one. We are an occupying force. As long as you are here, there is a restraining. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. That's Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Now notice it says, what is restraining? Go to the next verse, verse 7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. You are seeing lawlessness around the globe. You have world globalist leaders blowing off their own constitutions. They may not call them constitutions like we call ours a constitution, but they are blowing off their own constitutions and are just issuing edicts in the name of an emergency health situation. This is lawlessness. It's not written into the Constitution that a governor or a president or a school board or a chamber of commerce or a board of county commissioners can usurp the power of the Constitution. In order for that to be in the in order for that to be constitutional, it would have to have been written into the Constitution that in an emergency health situation, OSHA can come in as the Gestapo and enforce a president's unconstitutional executive order demanding that everybody employing over 100 employees has to be vaccinated. It would have to be written into the Constitution. It is not. That is why you're seeing federal judge after federal judge cut down the Biden executive order mandating vaccinations. The latest one he actually wrote in his notes There is no evidence that vaccines stop transmission. That's what that is now. That is now court precedent at the federal court level. You know why he wrote that? Because there is no evidence that vaccines stop transmission. 
when you have Fauci himself come out and say that the vaxxed and the unvaxxed transmit the virus at least equally and then tells everybody to get vaccinated to stop transmission. Absolute fact responded to with absolute agenda-driven delusion. Purposeful stupidity. Because the whole point of this thing from day one has been to dominate you, control you, distance you, and mark you, and track you. Why? Because the love of money is the root of all evil. They want you tracked so they can sell more things to you. The only bad side of it is that eventually it ends up with the mark of the beast. All for the love of money. The love of money is the root of all evil, not some evil. It's the root of all evil. And then it speaks to the second part of that verse, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Actually speaks to the church. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Watch that love of money, especially you non-tithers who rob God every day. You're welcome. Welcome to Real Church. This is a church that's not afraid to offend you. I'd rather love you than run from offending you. It's love to not worry about offending you. For the mystery of lawlessness, verse 7, is already at work. We're seeing it. AOC came out this week and said, you know what? I don't really recognize that there's mobs rolling around and committing mass lootings. Absolute video footage, just like Rittenhouse. Video footage showing that the man shot everybody in self-defense, including eyewitnesses. And what do you have a state attorney do? Charge him with three counts of murder. Absolute fact responded to with absolute delusion. Absolute videos all over the country in democratically controlled cities where you have Soros bought and paid for district attorneys. That's all fact, by the way. Kim Gardner in St. Louis. Kim Fox in Chicago, George Gascon in Los Angeles, Keisha Bottoms in Atlanta, who's the former mayor, Larry Krasner in Philadelphia, violent crime rates are through the roof and they keep reelecting them and reelect them. Let them have it. I'll give not that which solely under the dogs, but in those places in San Francisco controlled by London breed. Who's out there dancing maskless again after she puts out an edict into her city that you shall not enter any building without wearing a mask. There she is again. Because they're not afraid of that which they're telling you to be afraid of. They're just using it to dominate you, mark you, control you, and track you. For the love of money is the root of all evil. You might be thinking some of these people like London Breeze, she's not filthy, rotten, rich. Her goal is to be. And she can do that by controlling you. You're like, why would anybody want to control another person? Don't try to figure it out. They're power perverts. You're not a pervert. They are. I, have, I don't even want to control myself, let alone another person. That's why I tell you, I'm not immune to lust. But I'm immune to adultery. I couldn't carry it out. I don't have the emotional energy to carry on an affair. I don't care enough. (laughs) 
I don't know how anybody can pull it off. I don't have that kind of energy. Just trying to be nice for three or four hours a day drains me completely. I don't know how you could carry that off with two women. Nothing to do with the message I just thought I'd share. For the mystery of lawlessness is at work, AOC, notwithstanding, watching all the video footage of mobs of people, white supremacist terrorists. You're like, Tom, are you a racist? Not a racist at all. I'm just happening to notice that it's not white supremacist terrorists. The greatest threat to America, according to Joe Biden and Christopher Ray, is white supremacist terrorists. And I've yet to see one organization that's committing any crimes. Haven't seen it. Definitely seen Antifa do it. Definitely see BLM doing it. And I see these raving hordes of mobsters going from one uh, shop to the next, whether it's Louis Vuitton or even you see people pulling up white and black, pulling up in front of Walmart, parking their SUV right behind their minivan, carrying out as many big screen TVs as they possibly can while everybody stares at them and looks and does nothing. I don't think I could do that. I don't really want to get involved in law enforcement anymore, but I'll be honest with you. If I was there, I don't think I could pull it off. I don't think I could do it. I think it would go down. I swear myself in as a deputy sheriff. I don't think I could bear it. I don't think I could do it. Plus, I look at all those people. They're like 150 pounds soaking wet with rocks in their pockets without an ounce of muscle on them. I can, I, listen, I got 30 seconds of fury in me. I'll gas out after 30 seconds, but I got 30 seconds of some pretty solid fury. Well, there's lawlessness all around us. Don't tell me you've ever seen that before. Don't tell me you've ever, don't bother. If you do, you're lying. You've never seen it where people are going around from town to town in broad daylight, smashing windows, walking in, running in with an organized group and stealing every Louis Vuitton purse they can get. You've never seen it before. The, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work in this time, the beginnings of sorrows. Only he. Now remember before it was what is restraining now verse 7 only he who is now restraining he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way don't answer out loud who is this that's restraining the church we are the body of christ we are the he if there is one single occupying church the devil cannot reign can't because the church cannot be ever be dominated by the devil he's under your feet he can't be so as long as we are here there is a restraining do you wonder why COVID was bent toward the church porn shops wide open pot shops wide open abortion clinics wide open all you gotta do is follow the lies and follow the murders 
Fauci's all about lying and murdering. He has been from day one. So is the NIH, shows Joe Biden, shows Kamala Harris. They're murderers from the beginning. 60 million abortions per year. That's who they are. All you got to do is follow them. As long as we are here, the devil cannot dominate. That's why they went after the church. And the church was too stupid to realize that the reason being is those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. Written to the church in Romans chapter 8 verse 5. They could not see. The natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. Written again to the church. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. How many of you knew right away, I smell this out, this stinks. Where was the rest of the church? Where's the church in Australia? Where are they at? Just curious. Let's run those. You guys got those ready for me? You got Australia up first? We actually have something working up there? We have no audio. If we don't have audio, don't play them. Audio is mandatory. Is that it? That's all we got? All right there's a COVID camp in Australia. I'll tell you what, we'll just flip through them fast. All right, go, see you now? That's a COVID camp. Go next. Go to the next one, Will. That's the news thing. That was the news. They're covering... Three teenagers that escaped from the Howard Springs. Freeze that, Will, right there. Now, I want you to notice that verbiage. Can you freeze it, Will? Right there. Howard Springs escaped. Now, what they said was what? Now, I want you to know. This is the Northern Territory of Australia. If they trace you that you are within a certain amount of feet from somebody who has COVID, this is where you go in military trucks. Now, they said that it was voluntary, but how can it be voluntary when people are escaping? Once they escape, they are arrested, charged with crimes, and brought back. They are liars. Follow the lies. Follow the lies. That's who these people are. People will tell you that it's conspiracy theory, that there are COVID camps. Really? Well, here they are. That is Nine News Australia. That is not a conservative source. They're proud. They're proud of who they are. Just so you know, Canada has planned their own, what they call isolation camps. They have 2,000 beds already. I want you to see it. These are the facts. Go to the next one. Just keep them quiet. <coughs> oh, this is good. Play this one. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. If we were going to play one, that's the one I wanted. Good. That's a COVID camp in Australia. And I just want to say once again, congratulations to the COVID caving global church. Great job. Because this is, look at that. How would you like to live there? I ain't going. I'm not going. <laughs> That's why you don't wear lies on your face. Thinking that you're being loving. Because that's what they, the people who you are allegedly loving are setting up your camp. You can take it off the screen. Everybody will stare at that instead of staring at me. That's why you don't. 
You think you're cooperating with people who are loving or people that are experts. You are not. You're, you're actually cooperating with demonic spirits who want to put people into captivity. But we, the church, are the restraining. You think it's bad if we weren't here, people like us. Everybody should be thanking us. They should be throwing flowers at our feet. They don't know it. See, all the people that are vaccinated right now, they're like, I have no problem with any of this stuff. It does, I don't have to go. They'll come for you. Doesn't matter how many times you're vaccinated. Eventually, they'll come to a thing that you won't comply with. You know what they'll eventually do? They'll put a moratorium on having children. Who's behind all this? The people who want to control the population. Eventually, they'll tell you, you know what, 27-year-old, fully vaccinated, fully boosted, if you're even capable of having a child after that, you will not have a child. We're putting a moratorium on childbirth for the next five years. Will you comply then? It will come for you eventually. Maybe you only want to take the first jab. And now they're making you take the second, the third, the fourth. Eventually it will come for you. Tyranny knows no limits. The tyrannist is always trying to trump the previous tyrannist. That's how it always works. Back to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 12, starting in verse 8. And then the lawless one will be revealed. After we are taken out of the way. Now how does that work? Let me read that to you again real fast. Because I didn't know if I ever read it. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. How are we taken out of the way? Scooped up by Jesus into the heavenly realms in the rapture of the church. We're scooped up. We will see the beginnings of sorrows. We will not see the worst of the book of Revelation. We'll be gone. We'll see some of it, but we will not see it all. We we cannot be defeated. It cannot happen. You're like, Tom, some people are martyred. I understand that. That's God. That's in the covenant. The only, look at me now, the only thing that you are vulnerable to, not plane crashes, not sickness, illness, or disease, not car crashes, not motorcycle crashes, go sign up for skydiving today. You're not vulnerable. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's a guarantee. It's not a suggestion. It's Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus speaking. Nothing. So you are safe. We will, we will not. Now, some people are martyred because Jesus was martyred. That's part of the covenant. It has to be God ordained martyrdom. It's the only thing that you're vulnerable to. And when you, if that was your calling, if God's opening up that door, you'll throw yourself on it with joy. We thank, it's just like Peter sang from the jail. We, we're, we're glad. We're glad that we are in bonds for Christ. Beat us again. You'd be glad to. That's it. You're not vulnerable to ever being broke. You're not vulnerable to any sickness, illness, or disease. You're not vulnerable to lack unless you want to be. Preach yourself another doctrine if you want, but that certainly isn't the Bible. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 12. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. But we need to be wary of Matthew 24, 24. False Christ and false prophets will appear and deceive, if possible, even the elect through great signs and wonders. Watch yourself. 
be on your guard. And with all unright, let me tell you how you do that. How do you know if somebody's lying? How do you know? Is this present? Is this obfuscated? Is this avoided? Are certain voice, are certain verses troublesome and avoided? If you ever notice, I preach all of it. I'm not trying to be Baptist. I'm not trying to be Pentecostal. I try to be Jesus, which is the word of God. Christian, Christ-like. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive, listen to this now, they did not receive the love of the truth. It doesn't say that they didn't receive the truth. It doesn't say that they didn't respect the truth. It says that they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. See, you have to love truth. You may not like it. What is love? A feeling? Love is a commitment. You have to love it. For those of you who have been married for a while, the luster kind of wears off. Right? Just to be graphic, as I always am, get in some trouble. If you have kids in this room, it's your fault. We have a myriad of options to my left. But after you've seen each other naked 574 times, 5,000 times, 10,000 times, if you have a godly marriage, okay, you kind of get used to it. Not that I don't seek it out. I do, but I'm just saying. Love is saying, you know what? I'm in. I'm sticking no matter what. You're an irritant. I'm still sticking with you because I love you. You're not perfect. Still sticking with you. You're an emo, emotional bag of goods. Sticking with you. You're a girl, but you should be a guy. Sticking with you. I hit women real hard last week with my Proverbs 21 verses 31 analogy. So I'm hitting the guys this week. They don't love the truth. So what happens to them? And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, they perish, they are deceived, and they perish because they don't love the truth. The love of most will grow cold. Is that the love that Jesus is speaking of in Matthew 24, 13? The love of the truth, the love of most will grow cold. At that time, many will turn away from the faith. Does that not sound familiar? I'm just curious as we watch films out of Australia of their COVID camps. I'm just curious, where's the dadgum church? Where, where, where are the black robe ministers? I can tell you where I'd be. I certainly wouldn't be silent. It would have never closed. Come bring it on. You want, you want to arrest me? I'll glorify Jesus in that arrest. And God will come for you. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. Go ahead. 
As Rodney Howard Brown says, sign your own death warrant. You want to tangle with the church of the living God, whom Jesus himself is the head over? If you want to do that, then go ahead and order your own coffin. Watch. Watch them drop dead. Ananias and Sapphira style. It's coming. Watch. I don't know what they'll blame it on, but watch. They did not receive the love of the truth. Therefore, they are deceived and will perish. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Has that delusion come? Don't answer out loud. Don't ever worry about whether the delusion has come or the antichrist has come. Just always analyze the symptoms. You can always tell because all you have to do is follow the lies and follow the murders. Again, I tell you this. Since the beginning of COVID in 2020, from America, March 2020, over 100 million babies have been aborted by the very people that are pimping and whoring vaccines to save lives. The same pimp and whoring mask wearers are the ones who butcher the unborn. 400 million people have starved to death because of the response to COVID, not COVID. First world shuts down, all, this, all the boats stacked up off of the coast of California. The first world shuts down. The third world stops eating. You and I have empty, have, have, have empty store shelves of M&Ms. They have empty store shelves of everything. That's how it works. And by the way, the powers that be know it because they are of their father, the devil who was a murderer from the beginning. If you can look at a picture, which again is absolute fact of a 4D child in the womb that looks like you can identify that person looks like their mom. That person looks like their dad. They are male. They are female. And you can say, you know what, no problem whatsoever. Here's my delusional response. Suck that child out piece by bloody piece and harvest its pupils. That's who these people are. Understand that's who Anthony Fauci is. That's who Francis Collins is. That's who Joe Biden is. Tom, you're political. Not political. I'm out of the book of Revelation, chapter 13, 16 through 18. Who every pastor should be showing these videos. And should be preaching about this. Right now, today, in this very moment. So it doesn't matter whether this is the delusion or a delusion. Understand that we are not to be ignorant of the devil's schemes. There's been a delusion that's been sent. The delusion is absolute fact presented in people saying, I don't believe it. Jesus said it himself in John chapter 8, verse 45. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Here's your video, AOC. Look at the traveling hordes of people doing looting. Oh, I don't believe there is any looting. Look at the videos. Doesn't matter, I don't believe it. Look, ask, ask anybody who's pro-choice. Ask them if they've ever watched an abortion. Ask them. They refuse. They refuse. I have a relative of mine who's in the medical profession, very successful in the medical, high-ranking medical professional. She was pro-choice until she had to go through medical training 
and watched an abortion. That was it for her. 40 years of being pro-choice ended in four minutes. As you watch a child's arm pulled off alive. Yeah, that's who these people are. Always remember Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who could know it. That's the unsaved person. That's who they are. So whether this is the delusion or a strong delusion or one of several, it's the enemy's schemes, are delusions. So why was this delusion, actually the delusion, this one was sent by God. God ends up sending them a delusion. So why the delusion, why the delusion sent by God? Why did he send it? Because they did not receive the love of the truth. Now, whether it's God sending a delusion or God allowing a delusion is up to you to decide. The devil works in delusion. God doesn't, but God also doesn't work necessarily in killing people, but he still does it. Where do you get that from? The book of Revelation. (laughs) Read the thing. Stop thinking God is somebody that he's not. He is who his word says he is. So why does God send this delusion? Because they did not love the truth, verse 12, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So here's the call of the church. is Matthew 17, 21. However, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. We are to occupy. I want to tell you this. You are free to enjoy your life. The church is here. We are standing. We are winning. Well, what about Australia? That's them. If that's what they want, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. If that's what they want, Austria, you think Austria and Germany might learn. Hey, you got those German videos for me? Run that German, one of the German ones for me. Now this is what, if you want to ride a train in Germany, this is what we got now. Now you think that people from Germany, this might rivet their souls considering the history of 1930s and 1940s. The history of check your papers. There you go. You want to ride the train? Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Germany without the cops coming, without your vaccine passport, and it being verified by the police. Oh, this is all conspiracy theory. Really? This is conspiracy theory? Absolute fact? How will it be responded to? You can bring it back to me. That's a fact. You think that Austria... In Germany, we learn that you may not want to have roving bands of Nazis rocking around saying, can I see your papers, please? History that is not studied is what? You're doomed to repeat it. History is not, that is not studied will be repeated. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. We have this trying to take over our country too. It is our job. To occupy this land. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Numbers 1330, right? So this is ours. I'm not giving it up. 
I'm enjoying my life. I'm not going to be showing my papers. Never. That's what they want. That's on them. They don't love the truth. And they're being set, set up for a God-sent delusion. Why would he do that? That they all may be condemned. That's, God would do that? Yes. I don't understand that. It's not for you to understand. His thoughts and his ways are above yours. They're above mine. It's not for us to understand. God's got it. He sees the end. He sees the beginning all at the same time. So what is it that we say, how bait this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting? What is this kind that needs to go out? And does prayer and fasting move God? Prayer and fasting does not move God. It moves you out of the way. It moves your unbelief out of the way. It crucifies your spirit. I mean, it crucifies your flesh so that your spirit can take over. How do we get there? How do we become the embodiment of restraint? We have to become the church of this time. How bait this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting is your job if you're going to be the restraining. You can't just sit there and go, I'm the restraining. No, no. You have got to go to war. You should be casting things out. We, listen, the, book of, the church and the book of Acts is not coming back. Stop worshiping it. They're people. People sometimes will cast off the prosperity message because they'll read in the Bible that there's people that are, were having to be fed by the church. See, poor, being poor is an attribute. No, that was the beginning of church. That was the be very beginning of church. People didn't know about prosperity. There was no Bible. Are you with me? The book of Acts church is not coming back. We are the church for this generation. We need to be a church that's worthy of being written about. This is our time to stand. This is our time to shine. And it is our job to occupy this land and cast out that which does not belong. Well, that doesn't sound very accommodating. That doesn't work well with CRT. Well, there's no CRT in the schools. No, we call it TRC or RCT. Potomac two-step word salads. Let's look at Esther. Esther chapter three, one through six. It's our time to stand. It's our time to shine. After these events, King Xerxes honored Haman, the Agatite, Aga, Agagite elevating him and giving him a seat of honor higher than that of the other nobles. Now I want to, now this is, some of this is me. Some of this is the word. I'll tell you what's me. You ready? This sounds eerily familiar to me. The Lord directed me towards the book of Esther as I prepped this message. First service didn't get this. This is all for you. You're getting stuff they don't get. They got stuff you don't get. After these events, Haman was elevated above all other nobles. Where does that sit with me? Who's elevated above all nobles now? Somebody said it. NIH, Anthony Fauci. And all other health officials. Elevated honor higher than that of other nobles. All the royal officials at the king's gate knelt down. And paid honor to Haman. 
for the king had commanded this concerning him. But Mordecai would not kneel down and pay him honor. Now remember, this is after the great carrying off of the Jewish nation, spread out throughout the empire. Mordecai would not kneel down. Sounds like some of us, doesn't it? Look at all the honor. He's on the cover of this. He's on the cover of that. One day he says masks work, so everybody believes they work. Next day he says they don't work, so everyone believes they don't work. Such religious zeal for the man. Then the royal officials at the king's gate asked Mordecai, why do you disobey the king's command? He will not kneel before Haman. Day after day they spoke to him, trying to convince him. That sounds familiar too, doesn't it? Sending out their propaganda. I just got banned off of YouTube again, and I didn't even put anything on YouTube. They just banned me for 90 days. We had the podcast. We run the beginning part of the podcast. They banned me from the intro. I'm like, how did we get banned again? We don't even put anything on YouTube. Aaron's like, they must have pulled it off of our intro. They try to convince you day after day. I am a blockhead. You ain't never penetrating this skull. Day after day they spoke to him, but he refused to comply. Therefore, they told Haman about it, of course. People turning other people in. That should sound eerily familiar also. That's the national edict in Canada. Turn your neighbor in. It was put out by Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles. Turn your neighbor in. We'll give you a reward. Therefore, they told Haman about it to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated. Why do you even care, you bunch of busybody gossips? Sounds like a bunch of church people I know. For he had told them, I love all the church people that don't think they're going to hell for gossiping. Good luck with that. Just telling you. They'll be like, man, they got it all, they got everything else set. They don't sexually sin. They don't smoke, cuss, or chew, or hang with those who do. They don't do any of that. And they'll end up going to hell because they ran their mouth about their pastor or worship leader or somebody else inside the church. Good move. Brilliant tactic. I mean, that's, that's what you're not going to give up? If I'm going to go to hell for something, <laughs> I better drop it right there. You'll think I'm some... certainly ain't going to be for talking again leave it right there when Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor he was enraged that also sounds familiar another article came out recently about an exchange between Scott Atlas and Anthony Fauci Scott Atlas who's from that bastion of right-wing conservatism Stanford medical school was a late addition to Trump's uh, coronavirus task force headed up by Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci. And he was astounded by how Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks commonly mispronounced medical terms and came in every single meeting with no literature, no studies, just edicts. And they had an exchange and Fauci says, no, I want people to be more afraid. It's how it just got produced. It's an absolute fact. 
And Atlas said that's exactly the opposite response that you want when it comes to a pandemic. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he was enraged. Verse 6, yet having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. Follow the bodies. They kill him in the womb. Who made the virus? The CCP and Anthony Fauci and EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak and Bill Gates. They provide the virus that kills people. They provide the vaccine that kills people. They allow all the clinics that kill people to stay open while they're killing people. And they starve people to death in the midst of the pandemic they caused. Follow the bodies. Funny how Bill Gates says he wants to lower the earth's population by using vaccines. It's on the World Health Organization's website, by the way, if you want to check it out. He had to publicly apologize because of what? Bill Gates had to publicly apologize. The World Health Organization had to publicly apologize for what? Because they found sterilizing agents in their polio vaccines. Absolutely true. I wonder why that would be. You're giving a two-year-old a sterilizing agent because you hate people. All the while saying that you love them. The very people that say they love the black community, 78% of Planned Parenthood clinics, death centers, concentration camps are in urban communities dominated by black people. Leading cause of death of black people every year is abortion and it's not close. It's hundreds of thousands, I believe around 300,000 per year butchered in the womb. And they keep voting for the people that kill them. Elite, you can call me whatever name you want. I'm as far from a race as you possibly can be. I've told this story before. When I was single, do you know what I was looking for? Hot in Jesus. Jesus and hot. The order of that, I really don't know. It, it vacillated. Hot was first, then Jesus was second. Jesus was first and hot was, hot was second. Whatever. I didn't care what they looked like. As long as they were female, hot, and loved Jesus, I didn't care if they were black, Hispanic, white, or anything else. I'd date anything if you were hot and loved Jesus. Seriously, I don't care. They can call me whatever they want. At least I want everybody to live. Oh, you want kids separated at the border? Yeah, I do. You want kids put in cages? Yeah, I do. That's what you do when you arrest people. I hate to tell everybody that. How many people in here have arrested people? Raise your hand. There's a couple of you. I know there's a couple of cops in here. You ever arrest people and bring, bring them to the family cell? I never have. Must be a very different jurisdiction. But just like you're so, you're so stupid that you will say there's not roving bands of people looting shops, and you're so stupid that you think that there's actually family cells, and especially most of those kids are shills. They're actually being brought up by drug runners and children and child sex crime traffickers, and they ought to be separated. I'm for it, but with me. Everybody lives. That same child that they're so worried about, they'll be perfectly happy to slaughter that kid in the womb, not years, a couple years before that. Everybody with me lives. And by the way, you want to defeat people's arguments, they will never even answer you. The, word, the thing they'll say, well, that's just a different argument. No, it's not. People are people. Yet having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of only killing Mordecai. Never enough. 
the, the source of his problem was not enough. The only one causing him a problem was not enough. Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people. Can't comply your way out of tyranny. Look at me. You cannot comply your way out. Don't think that, well, you know what? I know the vaccine's not the mark of the beast. So if I just take it, people will get off my back. <laughs> you really? You, watch, you ever watch Jordan Peterson? Watch Jordan Peterson sometime. He, he, he caved and took the vax. They won't leave the man alone. He's torqued. They never leave you alone. Because now they're coming. They say it all the time. You're not considered fully vaccinated in Israel unless you have the fourth booster. Come, they'll come for you again. Even though 95% of their ICU cases in Israel for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated people. 75% in the UK, fully vaccinated people. 82% of deaths in the UK, fully vaccinated people. It's the same thing here. They're just lying to you. Esther 3.14. A copy of the text of the edict was to be issued. So you had Haman go to Xerxes and say, hey, I want to destroy a certain people. He didn't even name them that are within your kingdom. And Xerxes, because he thought so highly of Haman, just went ahead and rubber stamped it. So a copy of that text of the edict was to be issued as law in every province. They're going to make this a law out of nowhere. That sounds familiar too. And made known to, this is why the Holy Spirit led me to Esther. I didn't see that coming. And made known to the people of every nationality so they would be ready for that day. Esther 4, 5 through 17. Then Esther summoned Hathach, one of the king's eunuchs, and assigned eunuchs assigned to attend her and ordered him to find out what was troubling Mordecai. Mordecai knows that a death warrant's been signed for everybody. Everybody. All Jewish people were to be executed. So Hathak went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate. Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him, including the exact amount of money Haman had promised to pay into the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jews. Haman first offered the king money so that he could kill everybody. The king turned him down because he loved Haman so much and said, no, you can have it for free. He also gave him a copy of the text of the edict for their annihilation. That should also sound familiar. Which has been published in Susa. To show to Esther and explain it to her. So he says, here's the text. Take it to Esther and explain it to her. Who is Esther? Esther is, a, is the promised, really, the favorite queen. She's Jewish. Favorite qu queen of King Xerxes. His number one of many, but she was number one. He says, show this copy of the text to Esther to show to Esther and explain it to her. And he told him to instruct her to go into the king's presence to beg for mercy and plead with him for the people. Hathak went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. So, so Mordecai's messenger goes back to Esther and gives him the spiel, gives her the spiel. Then she instructed him to say to Mordecai. So she sends him back. All the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for, for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has put, has put one, 
The king has put one law that they be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. Quick explanation. You could not go see the king without an appointment. And that appointment was solely this. I want to see you. That's it. Anybody else, unless he extended the golden scepter to them, were put to death. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king, says Esther. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. So she's saying what? I don't really want to go. He's saying at you as a representative of our nation, as a Jewish woman, I need you to go to the leaders, risk your life, and say, you know what? You need to spare my people. And she's sending back not so sure I want to do that. It's been 30 days since he's called for me. And if you go when you're not called, he kills you. Let me ask you, church, will you stand? That's what you should be seeing now. Will you stand? When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are the, in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. Can't comply your way out of tyranny. You think you're vaccinated so you're safe? Really, I want you to find that in the Bible where the people that were that the angel of God who spilled the blood of all humans across the planet to the height of a horse's bridle. Were the vaccinated spared? Were those with the mark spared? Not at all. You live your life on your knees. Get chafing when you do that. I refuse to do it. This is the ground that I stand. This is, the, this is my hill. I will not budge. Take it to the bank. This church will never close. We will never bow. We will never vaccinate. We will never mask. Nothing ever. Understand that. The question is, where are you? Esther. He sent back, do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relieve, uh, just like all the pastors today, abundant church this, and life church that, are preaching a great swelling word of emptiness. 2 Peter 2.18. For when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. So when you go to the ark church that preaches nothing, the people who are actually legitimate through lewdness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness. Those who have actually escaped, people who are saved, who actually go into those churches. And I warn all of you now, don't you go back. I don't care what church is closest to your house. Is that how you make your church decisions? Well, that's the one closest. Let me ask you this. Do you make your church decisions based on whether you're offended today? Maybe you're wrong. You ever think that way? Do you ever think, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you should be still and know that he is God. Maybe you should wait on the Lord. Right? Instead of just operating in offense. Why do you always preach about offense? Because Christians are masters of offense. 
I've never seen a more whiny group of people. <laughs> what, what do you, what, who cares that somebody didn't say hi to you? You're 48. Who cares? Come into my camp. I welcomed Aaron, our worship leader, into my camp because he's now despised in his family. He found out over Thanksgiving. Why? Because of my podcast. He walked in and you could hear the siren song of Darth Vader music. Bum, 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 bum. The evil of Aaron walks into the room. Welcome. Come on in. Come out from among them and be separate and let Jesus be glorified. You might be thinking, Tom, do you walk around? No, I just, I listen, I'm basically just a chubby redneck guy. I just live my life like that. I do. I study the Bible. I go on Twitter. I prep for the podcast. That's my life. That's what I do. I don't go out there and try to stir up trouble. But if you want trouble, you come to the right place. For if you remain silent at this time, Relief and deliverance for the Jews will rise from another place. So you can be left out of the blessing. That should sound familiar too. Let me give you a brief testimony. We're going to go a little bit longer today because Aaron messed up the whole system of the church. So, <laughs> You know what it all was? You know what the delay was caused by? An outlet in the wall. We had an outlet that could no longer hold a plug. The plug fell out of the wall and our whole system crashed. That's why we're about 10 minutes behind schedule. So your bonus time, you get an extra bonus time with me. You are welcome. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from another place. The, the, the testimony that I was going to give you. This church... In March of 2020, after about 30%, 40% of the church left because of COVID and because of my attitude. <laughs> That's only one person I know of, but I'm sure it was others. Actually, it wasn't even my attitude. They blamed you. I don't really like the attitudes of the people who are attending the church right now. They're awfully militant. Yeah, well, that's because you know what we are actually seeing. Now you have COVID camps. And by the way, that's your fault, not mine. You're the one who bowed. You're the one who quarantined. You're the one who left a, a church that was standing. Congratulations on that move. Enjoy the COVID vaccine passports, the marks of the beast that are being ushered in because of you. Because you are a shining city on a hill and everybody looked up to you. Whether you believe it or not, they always, that's why they only persecute the Christian church, not the Muslim church. Nobody wants to be a Muslim. They want what you have. They envy you for having Jesus and they don't. They don't envy the Muslims because they have Muhammad. Do you? I'm, you're envied because you have the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. They have nothing. They have nothing. They are worshiping gods that don't exist. And everybody knows it. It's an innate yearning on the inside of them. They all know it. They envy us because we're winning. We are winning. But at that time, we probably had, after everybody left, 120, 130 people total. We didn't fill up 
don't even know what, from here over. That was it. That was the whole church. Right here. Starting at Eddie at the door, over here. That was basically the whole church. Maybe add another 10 or, 10 or 15 people because there's, the kids, there's kids too. So that's, I'm adding those in. At that time, and listen, I, I talk about everything. So if you're worried about me talking about money, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. I don't apologize. I don't know what to tell you. At that time, we probably had $30,000 in the bank. 30000 in the bank. And that's what we had for a decade. You know why? You probably think Tom's going to blame everybody but himself. No, because of me. It's, I, didn't, I didn't do what it took to prosper this church. We could have prospered and I didn't do what it took. So, because I wasn't sowing seed. I was going out and going, why do I not have money? That's like going out into a field expecting oranges when you never planted a tree. Why is there no oranges out here? Did you ever take an orange seed and put it in the ground, numb nuts? Why am I not prospering? Because you sow no seed. So, 30 to 40% of the church is gone. We have crazy me and crazy Aaron on the stage. Being ridiculed by everybody. I make a video in the parking lot about Rodney Howard Brown. He gets a hold of me. It goes viral. Thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people saw it. It goes viral. We start having river people come to the church from Tampa. So things start, right? Why? Because just like Esther ends up doing, we went and talked to the king. Unafraid. Unafraid. Why? Because we want to save this country. Unafraid. All the other people. I, hey, look at us. Quarantine day six. We're, we're, we're gluing leaves onto poster boards today with the kids. Where's that in the Bible? Standing's in the Bible. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand therefore and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Don't let people put chains on you. Period. So we stood. We stood. So things start to kind of happen. Packed on Easter Sunday. Some of it, there's a lot of river people here packed out. They didn't have nearly as many seats in here, but we were packed out. And we start off that service. We're never going to close, never will. Of course, that's always been our stand. So then, it's funny because the woman who told me to do this left because I offended her. She asked me, do you ever tithe the church's money to other ministries? And I was like, no. And, and I know this is going to shock some of you. I'm kind of closed-minded. <laughs> and abrupt. No. So I started to connect with Pastor Rodney. He became my pastor over a, over a period of time. And I connected with the world's greatest evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. That's my pastor. That's my evangelist, period. You want to talk to me at the door about him? Don't bother. You don't know him. I'm telling you, they're the best. My favorite preacher on the planet is Rodney Howard Brown. However, the best pure form preacher on the planet is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You've got to watch the man. The best. I'm telling you, connect. So, God, is, I'm walking out of the river on some night of the stand. And I'm with Jonathan. 
And I just told Jonathan, I felt compelled in the spirit. I said, Jonathan, this is what I'm going to do from now on. Is every dime that the church makes, I'm sending 10% to you and Rodney. 10%. I'm cutting it. 5% for you, 5% for Rodney. That's my tithe out of the church. And ever since we did that, at that time, we had between thirty dollars and $50,000 in the bank. Today, how many months of that? How many, so that was probably, let's say, July of 2020. So July again, one year, and then August, September, October, November. So 16 months ago. 16, 17 months ago, thirty to fifty thousand dollars in the bank for this church. Today, we will break eight hundred thousand dollars in the bank. One year, sixteen years of toil. Sixteen years of toil. Nothing. You plug in. Jonathan says this all the time. He says he doesn't try to impress anybody. He just gets in the flow. Get in the flow. You connect with the right people. Jonathan never shut down. Rodney got arrested for not shutting down. The only national figure on the planet. Name the other ones. Don't tell me Greg Locke. He's an internet guy. I love him. But he's not an heritage guy. I'm talking, I love Greg Locke. Seriously, I do love him. I've met him. Great guy. But I'm talking about the heritage people. I'm not going to name names because God keeps telling me not to. I so much want to. You don't know. I won't, I won't, Lord. He's the only one. But I connected with those people, connected the church. You're like, Tom, are you trying to be, do I try to be like Rodney? Do I try to be like Jonathan? We're, we're, oh, they're there. Carruthers, do I try to act like Jonathan? They know him very well. I don't. I don't try to be those guys. I just got in the flow. I'm connecting with those people. I tried to connect with other pastors. I don't like any of them. They're a bunch of beta males. I can't be around beta males. If you're one, listen, I love you. We're just not going to be friends. I don't do beta. I don't do pictures like this. Isn't that the right, is that the right thing, Aaron? Mouth open, smile, right? I believe in keeping one's testicles. I happen to believe in that. I believe it's the right thing. I'm not even cutting off my dog's testicles. He's being, I'm not kidding. He's being scheduled for a vasectomy. I'm not doing that to him. He's a pain in my rear end. I love him, but I'm not going to cut his balls off. <laughs> what was I even talking about? But anyway. I'm totally fixated now on that. But anyway, that's what God can do. You, you, you do it your way, which was my way, for 16 years. Can't fill the building. Nothing. You humble yourself. You say, you know what? I need a pastor. I need an evangelist. I need Jonathan. I need Rodney. I need to sow into that. And in daggum 16 months, if we, and we don't, we'd have a million in there right now, but I gave a lot of it away. You know why? Because every time I sow, 
thousands of dollars. You know how many $10,000 checks roll into this church from strangers? People are like, well, you know, it's awfully expensive to run the podcast, isn't it? Uh, you know, you have to pay CTN. Yeah, you know how much money we get from that? You may not, listen, there's lots of people who don't like me, but the crazy people like you, you're a bunch of givers. And if you're not, start today. Stop robbing God. Right, we, will be, we will walk out. I, I missed the big white doors that ruined my whole vernacular here. The big gray blend-in doors in the back. We will definitely, you'll be out of here in 10 minutes. Promise you prayer, everything, 10 minutes. But let's finish this, Esther. For if you remain silent, verse 14, at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. All the ark churches were quiet. They all came to me. They were, all, they were all scared to death of me, but I was all they had. I was scared to death to go to the river. Scared. I never touched Rodney Howard Brown. Scared. I'm still scared when I go there. But I can't resist it. Those are my people. You, 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 you are my people. You're the ones I like. I remember I went up to Jonathan one time. I said, sorry to approach you again. We just didn't know each other yet. And he goes, it's no problem. You can approach me anytime you want. I like you. <laughs> Sounds like I'm done it. <laughs> people may not get it, but some of us who are preachers are not real big people people. <laughs> try to be, quoting from the gladiator, try to be a man for the people. But you may not be a man of the people. Just try to be a man for the people. What does that mean? What it means is this. I live pretty much a solitary life. People want to be like a good friend of mine. Good luck. I'm not a great friend. I never call. I never text. I never visit. I love you. It's just who I am. I was shocked as much as many people would be that knew me. Why is God calling him to preach? I don't know. I wouldn't have picked me. I would have picked people who love people a lot more. But I think I love them the most because I will not bend. I will not tell you what you want to hear because I want you to love me. Here's, here's the thing. I'm here to love, not be loved. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. But you are a chosen generation. Eight minutes to go. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. You have come to this for such a time as this. Then Esther, then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go gather together. So she was hesitant. Not anymore. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa. And fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I, I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king. And even though it is against the law, if I perish, I perish. You stand. You stand. The only way that you could ever perish is martyrdom anyway. And you'll love to do it. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. Esther 5, 9, Haman's rage against Mordecai. Haman went out that day happy and high spirits. 
But when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate and observed that he neither rose nor showed fear in his presence, he was filled with rage. Mordecai's still not bending. After the edict to kill him and all of his people, he's still standing. He's as crazy as you are. <laughs> Esther 7, they're going to call you crazy. They're going to call, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Matthew 5, 11, 5, 12. Then Queen Esther answered, Esther 7, 3 through 6. If I have found favor with you, your majesty, she's now before the king. And if it pleases you, grant me my life. This is my petition and spare my people. This is my request. For I and my people have been sold to be destroyed, killed and annihilated. If we had, if we have, if we had mercy, merely had, let me read that again. If we had merely been sold as male and female slaves, I would have kept quiet because no such distress would justify disturbing the king. King Xerxes asked Queen Esther, who is he? Where is he? The man who has dared to do such a thing. Who is it that's vowing to destroy you? Esther said, an adversary and enemy, this vile Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and queen. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? Do you not know? Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. Then Haman was terrified before the king and queen. Esther 7, 9, and 10. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs attending the king, said, A pole reaching to the height of 50 cubits stands by Haman's house. Who is that built for? That was built for Mordecai. They were going to impale him outside of Haman's house to honor Haman. He had it set up for Mordecai, who spoke up to help the king. The king said, Impale Haman on it. All of the people now that are issuing death, death will come for them. Just as man is destined to die once, and after that you will face judgment. Hebrews 9.27. So they impaled Haman on the pole. He had set up for Mordecai. Then the king's fury was subsided. Worship team, make your way. And God is angry at the wicked every day. God judges the righteous. And God is angry at the wicked every day. Finishing verses. What about today? You got four minutes to go on the time frame I gave you. Finishing right here. Acts 4, 29 through 31. Now, Lord, look on their threats. What were the threats? Peter and John had to stand before the Sanhedrin and they were commanded by the rulers of the day, you shall not proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is how they answered. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God 
with boldness. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.